Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. With Tony Marinero. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. Brought to you by Cherry River Hard Seltzer. Only 90 calories, natural flavors, and no preservatives. Now available in Quebec Grocery and the Beer Store. Marinero, the sick podcast. We're talking football with, when it comes to fantasy football, the number one guy in the world from the NFL Network, Adam Rank. What's going on, my man? Hey, how you doing? Great to once again be with you. And the NFL playoffs are here. It's a great time of the great time of the season. Hey, I love those bobbleheads. Do you have one of yourself? I should get one. Yeah, I need to get one. Uh, we have an overrepresentation of Brian Erlacher there, but Cutler, gro- I make fun of Rex Grossman a lot. But hey, listen, this guy out in Burbank was selling them for five bucks a pop. So I'm like, I'll take, I'll give me the Rex Grossman. He amuses me. Oh, that's kind of cool. Hey, I saw you tweet that the Bears haven't called you for their vacant GM job uh, since your tweet. Have they called you? No, disrespectful. I have not been contacted. I guess, you know, they're going through a a large list of people who uh, who are interviewing for that job, including a couple of Colts guys. Jeff Ireland's going to be out there on Friday. So yeah. I understand I might have to wait and maybe they're just saving me for, for later on, you know, because let everybody else do their thing. And I'm kind of like the headliner. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I walk in there like Seinfeld and just close the place down and uh, yeah. get the gig and we'll see what happens. Who would you like to see coach and who would you like to see GM? And I love asking this question, especially here back home in Montreal when we talk hockey mm-hmm. and I ask someone who they want to see as the GM of the Canadians, for example, you know who they usually say? Who's that? The person that they have the best relationship with and they'll try and make a case that yeah. that's the person that is the most qualified and the best one for the job. Meanwhile, I could read between the lines and I could see them coming from a mile away. And I know that that person is the one that they have the best relationship with, but they try the second that they try and convince me of something that's not true. Right. I know that there's something there. So, okay. So if we're doing it that way, I'll say Daniel Jeremiah and Cynthia Freeland as a kind of, you know, Daniel runs the scouting and everything. And Cynthia runs the analytics. They're both friends of mine. So I'll be, you know, I'll be able to get into the organization myself. But when we're looking at the current cast of uh, men that they're bringing into to interview, it really depends on how these relationships are going to work between the offensive coordinator or excuse me, the, the head coach and the general manager. Like Jeff Ireland's going to be interviewing on Friday. He's got a close relationship with Jim Harbaugh. 
that would make a lot of sense. Would Jeff Ireland work with some other head coaches? Maybe not. You think of um, Matt Ebelflus is uh, interviewing on Monday, uh-huh. and they have a couple of Colts guys coming in to interview as well. So they have uh, Morocco Brown. He might have already interviewed. And I think uh, Ed Dodds is going to interview at some point as well. So it's like, okay, there's there's a a, a reasonable like pairing, you know, uh-huh. coming from the Colts organization. It would make a lot of sense. The guy who's kind of picked up the most steam, and if you see the unofficial Twitter polls, yeah. I think a lot of Bears fans would love to see Brian Flores as the the head coach. Now, obviously, there were some issues with him in Miami trying to seize control a little bit. But to me, I just felt they had a really inactive general manager. They weren't really putting the best talent around him. Yeah. So if Brian Flores was going to come in, which one of these guys works the best for him? And my speculation is, yeah. not knowing if they have a prior relationship, would be Ed Dodds. And I think that that might be one that would be able to work as well. You know, it's funny you say Flores, I'll agree with you because I'll tell you this. I think he got the short end of the stick in Miami. Yeah. Um, I actually think his record was better than I thought it was going to be. I didn't think his team was as good as his record was and ultimately ended up getting fired because they didn't make the playoffs. I thought the fact that it came down to the last week of the season to see whether or not they were going to make the playoffs was pretty remarkable. It's a sick podcast and it's brought to you by Cherry River Heart Seltzer, only 90 calories. Natural flavors, no preservatives, now available in Quebec grocery stores and at the beer store. And I even got Adam some myself. All right, okay. Your daily fantasy. Yeah, buddy. For this weekend, who are some of the players you're looking at? Oh, man, this is going to be an interesting one because you're obviously going to want to stack. And to me, one of the most exciting games of the weekend should be that game between the Raiders and the Cincinnati Bengals. Yes, And I'm going to go with the stack of Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. I'm going to take CJ Uzama, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins. I'm going to go heavy with the stack with the uh, with the Cincinnati Bengals. And let me pull this up here. I want to make sure that I get this information correct, Tony. No, please wanna, do. I don't want to make some money here. I don't want to lead you astray or anything. And I don't Thank know why you. I cannot. I cannot move this. Up. Okay, I will say this. The Raiders are one of the best teams at pressuring the quarterback without blitzing they they blitz not not like hardly at all like 14 yeah. percent, i believe it is a lot of that comes from max crosby but the thing is joe burrow is one of the best quarterbacks against pressure he's got a high passer he's got the second highest passer rating against pressure he's one of the best quarterbacks when it comes to tight window throws yeah so to me when i'm looking at these games regardless of the weather or anything like that. I think this Raiders Bengals game is going to be outstanding. I think it's going to be high scoring. So I'm going to go with the heavy uh, Bengals stack there in a game. I expect both teams to do very well in. So with the playoffs here and they finally arrived, I don't want to hear in the Super Bowl who you think is going to win. I want to know now, I want you to give me two Super Bowl finalists. And I saw, I think yesterday on social media, was it Julian Edelman who says, he sees Tom Brady and Bill Belichick in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's that's great for a Hollywood storyline. I'm not quite buying that one. To me, I think that this game against the Buffalo Bills is going to be pretty incredible. I think that, you know, the, the biggest problem, though, is that obviously both teams split this season. Both teams won in each other's buildings. But the problem was is that in that game with, with Mac Jones, he threw three passes. And rookie quarterbacks – going against 
the top scoring defense and top total defense in the playoffs are 0-3 all time. And by the way, the last eight teams that have had the top scoring defense and the top NFL defense, four of those eight teams have made the Super Bowl. So I think a lot of people are sleeping on the Buffalo Bills. I am not going to be one of those. I think that Buffalo kind of corrected themselves. And I think that that game against the New England Patriots kind of kind of charted their course, kind of got them in a better spot. I think one of the biggest problems with the Bills for the longest time is that they were expecting yeah. Josh Allen to be their entire running game. Like he was doing everything. And over the last couple of weeks of the season, we saw Devin Singletary get more involved. Yeah. So to me, you know, I hate to pick against the Titans. I really do because our, our friend Anello is going to get upset at us. Yes. I really, I love this Bills team. I think this Bills team is is really flying under the radar, and I think they have a great opportunity. And I also really love the San Francisco 49ers. And I know that we'll probably look back at this and look back at that win against the Rams. Yeah. It was seemingly improbable. Yeah. Sean McVay undefeated when leading at halftime. Yeah. Up 17 at halftime. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan still came back, brought his team back. They won in overtime, and it was amazing. You could there was a lot of questionable things, decisions by these coaches, or mostly by Sean McVay. Yeah, but I think that you've now unleashed the 49ers, who are poised to be a great playoff team, led by Debo Samuel, who does everything. I even joked probably on this show about how Debo should just play quarterback. And yeah, we swat against the Rams. He threw a yeah. touchdown. So I mean, he does everything. I think this 49ers team is healthy, ready to go. So I'll say Bills. Versus the 49ers. And Jimmy G showed a lot last week. Speaking of quarterbacks, five quarterbacks, uh, rookie quarterbacks, will make their playoff debut uh, this these playoffs. And I want to ask you who you think is going to have the best game out of all of them and who do you think is going to have the least best game out of all of them? Did you just answer it in the last couple of minutes by saying Joe Burrow to have his best and Mac Jones to probably be the least impressive? Is that yeah. accurate or not? I would say so. I, yeah. I think everything that's happened with Mac Jones this season has been incredible. I think he's been fantastic this year. And it kind of shows you that it really depends on what system you go to. Like, if Zach Wilson was playing for the New England Patriots, I don't think that Mac Jones would have the Jets in the playoffs. And I think Zach Wilson would probably be playing pretty well. So I think a lot of these things are circumstance. Not to, not to take anything away from Mac Jones, because I think the 49ers really liked him a lot as well. But I just think the circumstance that he's walking into, zero degrees in New England, or excuse me, in Buffalo. Yeah. I know last time he got away with it, he wore the wetsuit and he looked pretty good, but he threw three passes. Yeah. You know, you can't you you can't do that in the playoffs. That's just not gonna work. I know that Jimmy Garoppolo did it a couple of years ago against the Packers, but you know what? You got to be more proactive. And so for me, I think he's probably gonna struggle. But I do think that Joe Burrow is set up for a lot of success. Now, I like the Raiders to win this game just because I'm not betting against this Raiders team. I'm yeah. interested to see what Cash says. I'm probably wrong. I'm probably letting my heart drive that decision because I want – I I just find myself rooting for Derek Carr. So maybe I'm more, like, not realistic about how – like, maybe it is, you know, maybe I'm going by narratives and not numbers, which happens sometimes. But I do believe that Joe Burrow is going to have a great game. All these quarterbacks that we just talked about, if you want to pick up their jersey, sportbuffshop.com for all of your officially licensed sports apparel and our sick merchandise as well. Check it out. Use code SICK15 for 15% off 
on all of their items. Uh, what's this about Aaron Rodgers boycotting the Super Bowl if they get there? I mean, Aaron Rodgers, he's been boycotting the Super Bowl for quite some time. One, he's been to one for as great as he is. He has as many Super Bowl appearances as Rex Grossman, which is something I like to point out from time That's to time. It's pretty funny. I'm just saying, you yeah. know, I it's it's amusing to me. It's like, hey, by the way, I'm not going to the Academy Awards this year. Just let let it. Yeah. If I make it, if I'm nominated for an Academy Award, I'm not going. But there's no way. Like, if he gets to the Super Bowl, he's playing. Like, it's cool. Like, he can come out and say his thing, and I love what he does. Love that he appears on Pat McAfee's show and does his thing. But be realistic. Like, there's no way he's boy. I don't even know who puts that out. I don't know why people run with that. That yeah, for me, I'm like all right, like enough of it. Like we can make jokes about him in other ways, but like, there's no way he would sit out the Super Bowl. Uh, rapid fire. You ready? Yeah, buddy. Let's do it. Who do you got? Eagles bucks. I don't know if you know this, but Tom Brady is facing the Eagles who beat him in the Super Bowl. No, everybody's talking about that, but I think that perhaps we don't need a seventh. We don't need that seventh wild card team or whatever. Yeah. I like the Buccaneers pretty handily in this one. You like the 49ers pulling off the upset to beat the Cowboys. You said that earlier on. Who do you have between the Rams and the Cardinals? I'm going to go with the Rams. The Arizona Cardinals have kind of struggled down the stretch. It's, you know, a little bit of a miracle that they got into the playoffs considering how poorly they've played over the last number of weeks. But I think the Rams will handle their business. Chiefs Steelers. Chiefs in a runaway. I know Ben Roethlisberger is trying to be like, yeah, man nobody's giving us a chance. It's like, yeah, because you're not that good. So Yeah, I don't think so either. You're right about that. They do have a coach who wins, though. Bengals, Raiders. I'm going to go Raiders. It's a hard pick. So don't don't put your money on my heart. So, But I'm just saying I, I have to pick the Raiders. And you gave me the Bills versus the Patriots. I enjoyed this conversation. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I do or I did. And uh, Ian Rappaport to join us next. Have a good one, bud. Thanks, buddy. Cheers. Word on the street with Rap Sheet. Number one NFL insider in the world. How you doing, bud? What's up, man? How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. It's funny. Last time we spoke, we spoke about Antonio Brown, and I'm going to start with Antonio Brown. I mean, he was still in the news in the past week, and I only have one Antonio Brown question for you today, and that is, you think he returns to the National Football League? I do. Uh, I know that when when he was cut by the Bucs, and, and obviously it wasn't claimed that way, it was just going to have surgery on his ankle, but he did have teams call. And I think one thing about um, one thing about Antonio Brown is sort of what we've learned about the NFL in general. If you are very talented, if you can help a team, if you're probably not going to cost a lot of money, then the rules are different. The rules are different. And that is just sort of the way life is like, and that's sort of the way the NFL is life. So like, so I do think he's going to be back. Um, We'll probably be closer to next season would be my guess. But um, the fact that he's getting 100% healthy probably helps his case as well. We are starting to see more and more women now in professional sports uh, here in Montreal. The hockey team. I thought, in Montreal. I thought you would lead with this, but go ahead. Uh, here in Montreal, the hockey team is actually uh, interviewing or interviewed already two female candidates. Uh, the Yankees have made the news. Uh, for um, adding a coach within their organization at the uh, at the minor league level, and now the Vikings are eyeing a female executive, uh, Catherine Raich, and this could be a very historic moment in football. Your thoughts? Yeah, there has not been a female general manager long time for a very, very, very long time, maybe ever. Um, Catherine Raich is an Eagles executive who has the same job that Andrew Barry had 
a couple years back. Obviously, Barry went from that job to become the Cleveland Browns general manager uh, and um, has done a very, very nice job, took the Browns to the playoffs uh, and all of that, and, and has done it with a very measured analytics-based approach that kind of blends analytics and scouting. I would expect expect Catherine Rage to be in a similar mode. Um, she is, I believe, the official title is football is director of football operations, but she is not just involved in just making sure the building runs right. She is heavily involved in football, heavily involved in analytics, in the blending of the the different facets of getting a team on the field. She is brilliant. She is young, uh, and I do think there's a real chance she's a GM going forward. Pretty cool. Uh, I know her, by the way. Maybe I can uh, put you in touch with her uh, because, of course, she was here in Montreal with the Alouettes. All right. Um, Coach of the year, who's got your vote? Oh, man. I guess probably Bill Belichick would would get my vote. And and there's some really good ones. I think Zach Taylor has done an incredible job with the Bengals, taking them. You know, when he was hired, everybody was kind of like, quarterback's coach. I guess guess the Bengals just hired a guy that knew Sean McVay. I mean, that's what everybody joked about. Not so funny now that he's taken them to the playoffs um, and has done it, you know, in exactly the way that the organization imagined, really. Like, it's gone, like, two tough years, two high draft picks, and then balling in the third year with a quarterback who looks like he's going to take the next step. Um, I think the Bengals are a great story, so he'd have my vote as well. But, you know, with Bill Belichick spending as much as he did in free agency, taking all those pieces, smushing them together, and getting a rookie quarterback, you know, I think both of those men are deserving, I would say. What would you say are the chances of Bill O'Brien coming back to the NFL? Pretty good chance. Uh, Pretty good chance. I don't know what form it's going to be. He's got his interview with the Jacksonville Jaguars today. Um, So that is obviously something that, you know, we will be monitoring. I know he's considered to be a pretty strong candidate. He's a very good football coach. He's a very good offensive football coach. He is a little, uh, you know, Got a little bit of a temper. I don't know if you heard. Got a little bit of a temper. Not everybody likes that. I get it. Very good football coach. I mean, he took a team, Houston team, to the playoffs four times in his first five years. So say whatever you want about him, but the man can coach some football. So I think he'll be back either as Jaguars head coach or maybe as an offensive coordinator. Speaking of coaching, Eric Bieniemy does a pretty good job with the Chiefs. What are the chances of him getting a head coaching job going forward? Do you think he'll finally get one this year? Well, you know, just looking at it, I would say he has a chance. He's going to interview in his hometown, Denver Broncos. He's a former Colorado Buffalo star. But, you know, the odds are against him a little bit. Um, he only has one interview, as far as I can tell. And the yeah. Giants and Vikings have not put in yet because they're just going to interview a general manager first. Um, but the odds say he doesn't have a great chance. I think one thing that's happening with the enemy is the kind of thing that happened with a lot of these candidates is he had his run as kind of the hot guy. When you don't get hired, unfortunately, the world kind of moves on to whoever's next. So he seems to be going through a little bit of that now. Is Carson Wentz going to be the quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts next season? And if not, where will he be? I think some of that will depend on if they can get someone better. Because that's one of the main things for the Colts. It's like, of course, yes, like you want to move on from Carson Wentz. Okay. You want to not commit to him. Okay. I get it. The money's not bad for him, but you have to pay $15 million if he's not your quarterback. So, okay. Who are you going to get? And I think for the for the Colts, you know, they've actually been in this situation the last several years, ever since Andrew Luck. It's been, you know, it's so hard to get that franchise quarterback. Um, but then once you get him, you know, it's you got to hold on to him for dear life. And I think they thought Wentz was going to be that guy. But listening to 
uh, the responses from general manager Chris Bauer today, he left it way wide open, like more wide open than I imagined. You know, Carson Wentz and he talked before this, but I imagine this is not a great day for Carson Wentz to be, you know, reading Twitter, Twitter, I would say. Any significant injuries going into wildcard weekend? Um, Trent Williams, the 49ers left tackle, franchise left tackle, is battling an elbow sprain. I think that's interesting. Yeah. Um, here are the two biggest things to me, not injuries, but things to me. J.J. Watt could play. You know, had surgery just two months ago on a torn labrum, bicep, and rotator cuff. And That's a difference maker right there. He's yeah. a difference maker. He's a, now, he'll be situational probably, but I think that helps. And here's the other one. The Steelers got Juju Smith-Schuster back at practice today. I don't think anybody expected that. I don't think anybody expected it. And he could play. Sounds like he came out of practice today really well. He was medically cleared to practice. So, like, yeah, there is a chance that he could be back in the field for the playoffs, which rarely do you get a team like that getting healthier as the time gets sort of more important. We'll end with this. Out of all the underdog teams, which one do you think has the best chance of pulling off the upset and why? Uh, I would say the Eagles. Now, obviously, they are a um, they're a big underdog, of course. Um, but when you can run the ball like that, when you can effectively run the ball, and you have a quarterback that's tough to pin down. I know Jalen Hurts isn't perfect. I know he's not everything. Um, but he is enough to where it's very hard for a defense to defend him. So they could run, and they have a quarterback that's elusive and tough to defend. It's a long shot, but to me, that probably gives – any them uh, as good a chance as any underdog to pull off an upset. Good talking to you, bud. We'll talk to you soon. All right. I always look forward to you, man. Take care. All right. Thank you very much. And so do I. It's a sick podcast. I'm Marinero and the NFL playoffs are here. And this guy's going to try and make us some money. Money, 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 money. He's my buddy cash. His handles that run my bets. He looks a little pale today, but anyway, that's okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's been losing sleep trying to put together these picks. What do you got for me, man? Uh, first off, guys, I got some futures for you guys. I got some long shot supers that I think there's some value on uh, that I'm going to want all you guys to place. We're going to start off. I'm going to rapid fire them like you call it, Tony, right away. Uh, 49ers Super Bowl winner plus 2,600. The value is there. These guys are getting healthy. Last 10 games played, they have the best record in the NFC. I think they match up well against the Cowboys. They match up well against the Packers, and I see it as a coin flip against the Bucks. Titans Super Bowl winner plus 1,000. They're going to be a favorite in the game they play next week unless they can't get the Chiefs, so they will be a favorite no matter what. Buccaneers, Super Bowl winner, plus 900. Patriots, Super Bowl winner, plus 2,300. And Chiefs to win the AFC, plus 175. Get those booked up. You just need one of those to win, one of those to get to the Super Bowl, and you make a massive profit. On to this week's games. Cincinnati Bengals. They opened up minus 6.5. I'm seeing 4.5s pop now. Wait, you might be able to get a four. If you can get a four, I want you to unload the clip on this game. I want you to bet the Bengals at minus four. Derek Carr in cold weather has been typically horrendous. I like the Bengals a lot. They're going to break out. I could see them even making a run. Eagles, Buccaneers. Give me the Buccaneers minus eight and a half, guys. How, how many How many units are we putting on this one exactly? How many units? Two units on this one. Two units on this one. I'm going to tell you why, guys. The Eagles have one edge over everybody in the playoffs, and it's their rushing game. Their DVOA r- rushing attack, number one in the NFL well, it's not too much of an advantage against the Buccaneers, guys. What are the Bucs known for? It's their rush defense. They ranked fourth DVOA against the rush. They're great against the rush. Last thing I'm going to tell you guys, probably my favorite game, maybe my entire, my best game of the year. Yeah, yeah. San Francisco 49ers. Plus yes, yes. Against the Cowboys. I like them on the money line. It's plus 150. I think they're better than the Cowboys. I think the wrong team is favored here. I know there's a home field edge. 
I think there's a coaching mismatch. I do not see the Cowboys getting through the 49ers. Guys, admittedly, I like the Cowboys to make a run until they drew the 49ers. I think they drew dead. I think they have a better shot against anybody else. The 49ers are an awful matchup for them. Get your future on the San Francisco 49ers. They have insane value. Get your bet on them on the money line this week. They're going to win. Mark my words. We'll be here next week with another bet on San Francisco. They're going to win. Mark his words, he says. Sounds like a pretty confident guy. My kind of guy. Confidence is everything. It's a sick podcast. Tell your friends about it. Follow us on our Facebook page at The Sick Podcast. Follow us on our Instagram handle at The Sick Podcast. Follow us at The Sick Podcast on Twitter. And subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Sick Podcast. It's absolutely free. So are his picks. He says he's going to make you some money. It's my kind of guy. His name is Cash. I love this guy. I love this podcast. It's sick. See you, baby. Have fun. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Cherry River Hard Seltzer. Only 90 calories, natural flavors, and no preservatives. Now available in Quebec Grocer and the Beer Store.